Ooh, fun, fun facts, facts of fun with Allison and Caitlin. Oh yeah! Hi, welcome to Fun Facts Live. I'm your host, David. Is this right? Yeah, go right into the ad. I, why have I? Why am I totally blanking out here? I think it's because you say I'm your host, but you put ellipsis and not your name. Threw you off. Oh God! I, I, okay, yeah. I'm your host, David. Yep. <laughs> and I, do, I usually do better than this. But, <laughs> but with me today is Allison. Hello. Caitlin. Hi. And RJ. Hello. All right. One Facts Live is brought to you by Words of God. I was regretting this. Um, but you've just landed, you're probably going to want a refund too. You've just landed your dream job, the junior great collector position. Oh dear. What's wrong with me today? Okay, okay I'm going to reset. Right. You've just landed your dream job. The junior grape collector position at the world's premier imagination factory. With the help of your new friend Bingo, it's time to explore neighborhoods, gather words, and earn grapes to power imagination. You'll need the company app to get started, so what are you waiting for? Visit wordsmacaulay.com to pre order it from the App Store or Google Play. Wordsmacaulay. Swipe words, power imagination. Whew. Made it. I made it through. And by the way, where'd you call it? Sweating. Yeah. <laughs> okay. oh. I had to turn the air conditioner off for this recording because it makes too much noise. So that doesn't help either. Um, so where'd you call it? It's actually getting really close to shipping. Super excited to to say I've I've um, just about wrapped it all up except for the sound. So yeah, super yeah. excited. Um, if anyone's interested in beta testing on Android, please join the Discord. I'll be sending out an invitation for a few testers to do some play testing and, yeah, get an early start on the game. So, super excited about that. Um, we did not decide who was going first today, so I'll just hit up Caitlin. What do you have for us today? Oh, oh, great! Shoot, I was trying to read something. <laughs> oh, okay, I can start with Allison. <laughs> no, if no, you no, want. no, 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 it's fine. It's it's fine. Okay. It's fine. I can I can go first. Just that kind okay, of show so, today. <laughs> yep, we're just flying by the seat of our pants. Yes. Um, which is a weird phrase. What is that anyway? Yeah. Sorry, that's yes. not it's my fun fact. It's gonna be related to my fun. Oh fact. my goodness, you're back what? in sync. It's about no, it's about idioms. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, so it's mine. <laughs> Shoot. Well, mine's not. Mine's about vegetables. Okay. Good. So you okay. got to eat your vegetables before you get to learn about idioms. Okay. Um, okay so <clears throat> presumably you are familiar with uh, the vegetables, broccoli and cauliflower and kale and cabbage and collard greens. Yes. And so Brussels far. sprouts. Yes. Yes. All Should of I, these are familiar to yeah, you. Yes. Some of them okay. I hated as a child, but grew to. Are you ready for me to adult? blow your mind? They're all the same species. What? Uh, Come on. Yeah. So uh, obviously they're not, you know, they're not, you're not going to get all of those things from the same actual pl single plant. Yeah. Um, but they've all been, you know, they've all been bred over many hundreds of years to 
be these different things, you know, in somewhat, obviously there was some natural variation to begin with and people have, you know, bred them and, and crossed them. And so you get things like broccolini and uh, isn't that, there's like a- Oh, like Chinese broccoli. That's my favorite. It tastes like butter. It's built in, it's sure. built in butter. And there's like a cauliflower broccoli hybrid that I don't remember oh, what that's that called. Oh, that one I have but, not seen. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, so they're actually all the same species and you could theoretically just interbreed them at will with no, you know, no problem. So most, most of the times when you have different species of different, yeah, different animal species can't interbreed with a few exceptions, like, you know, ligers and, <laughs> and pizzly bears, right? Okay. Um, and, and, and plants are, there's, there's plants are a little more fluid. It's a little easier to interbreed certain types of certain, you know, cross species pollination, but there's also a lot of, there are also barriers to, barriers to it, but all of these varieties of this one species, which is called Brassica oleracea. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Okay. Um, it, <clears throat> they've, they're all the same species. And so they've just, even though they've diversified, they haven't actually become different. They haven't diversified far enough to become, uh, to have this block to interbreeding. So it's sort of like different breeds of dogs, I guess, oh, um, wow. in the sense that they're all the same species of dog, but a Chihuahua looks nothing like a St. <laughs> Bernard, right? Right. Huh, uh, but amazing. they're still technically the same species. And so this, that's what has happened with this, uh, this particular plant, um, plant species. And the one, the thing I was, so I was just like reading a little bit about it, um, which I should have done in preparation, but I forgot to do it. Um, <laughs> was that there is so like i i don't like brussels sprouts and granted i have not had them in probably 15 or 20 years uh -huh. at this point okay. probably yeah 20 years probably because like not since i was a kid and my mother made me eat them right <laughs> um because my dad liked them even though my mom and i did not she made them anyway because she was a nice person um <laughs> that is nice and but I think in the mean in the in the meantime, there is like people have scientists have figured out how to breed out the what makes the bitter taste oh. um, in in some of these varieties, oh. and so it makes people it makes them better. Well, and even if okay, and and I that that might I don't I don't see like validate I, I need to fact check that that it actually has been bred out but at least according to wikipedia they have identified the gene in humans that makes you able to taste that particular oh. flavor and so some people don't have it and that's uh, probably why that's they like why they... Sprouts. <laughs> it's sort of like with um um uh, cilantro some people yeah. think it tastes like soap some people like it and it's it all comes down to one gene do you have a certain taste receptor or not Mm. Um, and so I think if you, or do you, or how much of a certain taste receptor or what variety, what, what particular allele of this taste receptor gene do you have can sometimes influence how much or how little of a certain, of a certain flavor you taste. And so I, so that uh -huh. often, uh, so there's a genetic basis underlying some of these taste things, uh, which I think is, is interesting. It's not just people being picky.
Yeah, um, I wonder. So I remember also as a child being forced to eat Brussels sprouts, and mm -hmm. they were the worst. They were so gross. But now I absolutely love Brussels sprouts, and I, I wonder. So I thought part of it was probably due to preparation, because yep. like mm -hmm. when I had them as a kid, they were just dropped in a pot and boiled, and that is a yep. nasty way to eat Brussels sprouts. <laughs> that's um, how we had them too. <laughs> yeah, that's the worst. Um, but Allison makes Brussels sprouts for us because we both love them now yeah. and they are mm -hmm. roasted and that makes all the difference mm -hmm. in the world when they're yeah. roasted yeah. and have like a nice yeah. sauce on them or something. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I'm, I'm curious though how much of that was due to like maybe they, bitter, they were more bitter when I was a kid. I yeah. wasn't sure if, because I know your taste changes as you get older. Mm -hmm. Like I remember my grandfather when he got really old was um he just loved everything super salty i remember going to, <laughs> i remember going to um uh visit him and he liked to go to the senior center to meet up with all his buddies and eat lunch and so i went with him and shared their lunch which i can only do i'm i'm not joking it was actually i on the menu it said salty ham balls <laughs> And um, <laughs> they were, that's exactly, there was no other way to describe them. That's what they were. It was a ball of ham and it was so salty. I could not eat it. I had to like, I had to find a place to shove it in a napkin, stick it in my pocket because I didn't want oh, to no. offend anyone. But they were disgusting. But everyone there was super old and they thought it, it was amazing. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how much of it is due to my taste buds changing because I'm getting older how much of it but i did not even consider for a moment that the changing in the that the actual brussels sprouts are changing that's fascinating yeah it is. <clears throat> maybe that's not that's not i you know take that with a grain of salt okay but but it is possible that there has been there's probably been some change over the last <laughs> That's 20 years. <laughs> um interesting. so there's one plant one vegetable i have that I had such a bad experience with as a child that I have never dared to try it again. Uh -huh. and that is rutabagas. Have, has anyone had that? Yeah. No. Is even a thing? Mm -mm. It's okay. a thing. Yeah. I've never had okay. one, though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. That was the worst tasting flavor, the best I, I can describe it. And, like, I'm ashamed to say I should not know what this <laughs> tastes like. But it tastes like ear earwax. There's just no other Ew. way to describe it. It's the most disgusting flavor on the planet, as far as I can uh, determine. But um, I don't know. I wonder. I'm curious if I tried it again, what if I would have the same opinion? But I'm too afraid to try. So that won't be happening anytime soon. I hope it's not <laughs> next season's trendy vegetable. Oh, watch it! Yeah. Yeah. Why to become trendy? But yeah, I had a really low opinion of Brussels sprouts, and now I love them. It's one of my favorite vegetables. Yeah. So, yeah. very strange how that happens. All right, All right. maybe I need to try them again. Well, if you I'll, do, I'll report back. <laughs> if you do, I highly recommend roasted. roasted. And what do you put okay. in balsamic? What do you? No, I usually just, just salt? do salt and pepper and olive oil and roasted. Olive oil. Okay. I, that's I how I do asparagus. So. Yeah. But they should be like crispy on the outside and a little burnt. Yeah, we like okay. them a little burnt. A <laughs> um, little caramelization. On and the she cuts them all in half, which is really nice. Then you cut them in half before you roast them or after you roast them? Before. 
Okay. Yeah. All I right. Do. I do because I think it the more surface area to char, the yeah, better. Yeah, exactly. That Got helps. it. Okay. <laughs> the more want. surface area to soak up that olive oil. Yeah, exactly. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 They're really good. Yeah, like I mean, that. you put enough olive oil and salt on something, <laughs> and it's gonna be good. It's probably gonna taste good. Yeah, so. and, yeah. And basically fry it. I mean, if but it's roasted, but it's so much oil on it, it's almost like fried. But oh, I've yeah. been, I haven't been putting that much oil on. Well, and the gra- I've been the grapeseed oil is not bad. I've done yeah. that a few times. And personally, I like it. I like them roasted until there's no crunch left, except for the crispiness of the burnt yeah. stuff on the outside. But okay. I don't like crunchy vegetables. No, he does not. No, I like my cauliflower, broccoli, everything completely soft. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, okay. All right, Uh, who's up next? Um, RJ, do you want to wrap it up today? Or it's up to you Uh, because you're you're drawing, okay. Yeah, I do better if I go first or last so I can do my drawing a little lower. (laughs) All right, I'm enjoying the veggie pictures with a little salt, that's cool. All right, Allison, what have you got for us today? Um, so I'm going to start with a little ramble to oh begin boy. with. Um, we took so a ramble yesterday. We did take a ramble yesterday, um, <laughs> the which is a trail in Central Park, because we should give that in context. Um, <laughs> the So last week we were talking about like something being a train wreck and talking about the origin of yeah, it. Yeah, like you can't look away. Yeah, so maybe RJ found this. I couldn't find like mm-hmm. why that's still an expression, but that got me thinking about idioms. Okay. Um, and I've also been thinking a lot about goats lately. Goats. Um, one greatest of all time or the animal? Both. Oh. So greatest of all time because we've been watch- I've been forcing David to watch a lot of gymnastics. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, and Simone Biles is the greatest of all time. She's the goat. And undisputed. Undisputed. And yeah. That- what was the fan sign that was held up? We're living in a. Oh, it's, it's Simone Biles' world, and we're all just living yeah, in it or something that. like that. Um, and then also, I've just been thinking about goats because we were at another park in New York City. We were on Governor's Island, and we just happened upon some goats, and I got a little too excited. Yeah. Um, they bring them in to uh, deal with the weeds. Yeah. And then I was listening to a podcast where they were talking about goats tackling um, invasive species and then being great at yeah. kind of eat, eating things up. And I, uh, one other thing we mentioned... I already on the podcast once I think is that Governor's Island has its own has a special has one dog yeah only one dog is allowed he to, just, he chases away the geese yes so yeah anyway uh, animals uh, animals are put to work on Governor's Island yes nobody just hanging out um, <laughs> no. and so I was thinking about idioms and goats so I looked up where the expression to get your goat comes from oh. which means to you know rile someone up or agitate them Okay. And the origin of the story is somewhat disputed or dubious, but supposedly it comes from horse racing. So thoroughbred horses, race horses are notoriously like skittish. Oh. Like they're they've they're pretty high strung. So one of the tactics for keeping them calm is to put a goat in their stable with them and they oh, it's they like, like their little goats. pet buddy. Like oh. a like a service goat. <laughs> okay. Um <laughs> And one of the kind of things that used to happen old timey times is rival racing teams would steal the goat. Oh, that's um, cheap. Out of the stable to, you know, throw the horse off of its game. Oh, it's so like, that's oh, one buddy. Of the, yeah. 
So that's goat kidnapping is one of the possible origin stories of to get someone's goat. The other theory is like goats are just kind of associated with being a little bit stubborn, okay. a little bit growly. Okay. And um, that just to get someone's goat means to have them be like a goat and a little bit temperamental. But I think I like the, yeah. the horse racing story. But it's just one of those things where it's like you say it, you hear it. You're like, what does this even mean? But yeah, one of those weird idioms that stuck with us. Like, pass you out. That's just wrong. That's not an idiom. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> By the way, um, my my family was visiting the last couple of weeks, and um, this came up, and I was just curious if I'm the only one in my family that says pass you out or pass someone out. <laughs> um, and no, Allison was totally outnumbered. My whole family was like, yeah, that's what you say. So, <laughs> so now I'm more, even more curious, like where did my, is... Now I've met every person in the world who says that. <laughs> it can't have started with my family, but there's literally no trace of it to be found on the internet. We both Googled extensively yeah. and can't find no reference to anyone ever writing something like this. It's just past you, but... Yeah. And I had thought of a, but my, my sister is actually a, a proofreader, like she proofreads books and uh, she's very particular <laughs> about grammar and she is totally convinced that that's, that's how it, that's how it's said. And um, I'd actually thought of, uh, and I should have written it down because now I'm not going to remember. Um, oh, like one example would be like, out in pass you out is like just a, it adds emphasis and without it it just falls flat for me mm -hmm. and i i was thinking i could compare it to like wake me up what is up you could just say wake me right but you say wake me up for some reason and but, then, it, but up has like the implication of going from like a reclined position to a seated <laughs> or standing position which is like makes sense with like going oh, from sleep. All right, so I need a better to, example. Yeah, you do. Okay, fine. Make I'll that work preposition work because I don't think it does. I'll work on it. Okay. All right, okay. All right. <laughs> RJ, what have you got for us? Um, so I I was also looking into the train wreck thing since we talked about okay. that. Okay, awesome. Um, but actually I have to do a little bit of a side uh like a little tangent here because I, I got a little distracted because um, I was Googling like literally just now uh, when it comes to the phrase, get your goat uh -huh. in, in Puerto Rican Spanish, there's a phrase, um, tu no metes cabra, which is like, you don't put the goats literally is the transit translation. It's there's a, a bad bunny song, uh, tu no metes cabra. And it means like, you don't scare me. Wait, what does it mean um, literally again? Literally, it's you do not put the goats, put something the goats. along those lines. A cabra is goat, so no metes cabra. Huh. Um, but it's uh, literally, you don't scare me. But apparently in other, I was just reading that in other um, Spanish-speaking countries, or maybe even in Puerto Rico, it can also mean uh, someone lies if they, like, um he he lies um but i think in the in the context of the song uh it's you don't scare me because it's like you don't scare me and then you know expletive <laughs> repeated <laughs> many times okay. uh, um it's a really good song if okay. you like track music um but 
not related at all to the English get your coat, which I thought was interesting. As soon as you said that, I was like, hmm, I was thinking <laughs> of that song, immediately had it stuck in my head. <laughs> um, so I actually may end up adding to this drawing after I finish talking because I definitely, the idea I have, I'm not sure if I can talk and draw at the same time. So I was looking into the train wreck thing. I did find out that the first usage of um, calling someone a train wreck, like meaning their life is a mess, uh, is like from the 1950s. Um, And I think it was actually referred to, uh, referring to like a TV show was a train wreck. Um, And then, but it didn't really enter slang until maybe the 70s, 70s, 80s. Um, but I couldn't find any reason why we say, I think the original question from last week was why do we say it's like a train wreck? You can't look away and not, for example, a car wreck or something, some other disaster, you know, which people do say that they say it's like a car wreck or, you know, you do rubbernecking, but I, so I got on a Reddit thread where somebody was asking for an a less morbid alternative to that phrase (laughs) (laughs) and people were not really that helpful. There weren't any really good (laughs) answers, but somebody did comment. That's literally the meaning of the word fascinate and their link didn't work. So then I was Googling, uh, according to Merriam Webster, fascinate comes from the Latin word for evil spell and originally meant bewitched or spellbound. So you literally can't look away if you're fascinated. Oh, wow. <laughs> eventually, it became the more metaphorical to command the attention of, to captivate. So um, I'll just maybe do a really simple placeholder drawing here. Um, so but it's the, fascinating is, is what you can say. Yeah. Um, so something is fascinating. It, it holds your attention and you can't look away because you're under this spell so then i sort of got into uh and actually and it's been used since like the late 1500s um it was first defined in a dictionary in 1604 as to to bewitch or disfigure by enchantment uh so then i was thinking about fascinators um y'all do y'all know what fascinators are i do i have uh, uh, yeah uh, some cousins and pick, um, my family um, sell them at at Disney. If you're ever oh, that's so Epcot cool. Okay, I'm Center. kind of shocked that David knew what a fascinator is. No, he means <laughs> he means something else, guys. Oh, okay, maybe I don't. Oh, yeah, he means like a. Um... It's a spinning thing that catches the light and nope. it attracts oh, yeah, your yeah, eye. It's, it's nope. like a. It's like a. Oh, I guess I don't know what it is then. Yeah, I was like, as soon as he said that, I was like, oh, that's not what they make. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, what's Uh, a fascinator? So I am currently drawing a fascinator on this happy face. (laughs) It's like a little tiny hat. Oh. Um, Like the (laughs) ladies will wear to a fancy event. And it's like, Uh you wear it like with a headband. Um, I saw some some descriptions and it's like bigger than a barrette, smaller than a hat. Okay. Um, yeah. Not know what yeah. It it's was. like a hybrid between a hat and a headband. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, and they're often super fancy. They'll have like beads and feathers and stuff on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was wondering if 
like that's the same, you know, fascinator. Oh, you know, look at me, it's fascinating. But it's actually it is, it's it's derived from the same Latin word, um, but it's um it's more called that because it fastens to your head. Yeah. So it's what? more in the oh. like physical <laughs> but it's spelled with an I like fascinate, not mm-hmm. not with an E like to fasten something to your yeah. head. So it's like I think it's sort of just called that like for both, you know, mm-hmm. um sort of a double meaning because it does say it comes from it's derived from the Latin verb fascinare to fasten to fascinate, okay. um, which is enthralling or extremely interesting. Um, and then I was looking at the Wikipedia page for fascinator and, uh, and actually now I'm rereading and I think I'm wrong that I maybe read somewhere that it was for fasten. And then that was not actually, well, well they're both the bound. Case. either you're spellbound or you're physically bound. Like they do. Yeah. Yeah. Actually I, I might look up then if fasten is from the same brute, cause it might be, um, but I, I found there's a section on the Wikipedia page for the term hatinator, <laughs> which emerged in the early 2010s. And it's oh, no. like Ugh. a hat, but it's fastened to your head with a band, like a fascinator. Like a bison. Um, oh, and <laughs> yeah. So and then I saw a picture of a it and it, Okay. I saw a picture of it and it literally just looked like a hat. So I'm not really sure. I guess the headband part is the is what differentiates it but i was kind of laughing at the uh the word hatinator (laughs) okay well rj going back to talking about train wrecks when you said Mm -hmm. that you were looking what the reddit thread was like a less terrible way to describe that it reminded Mm -hmm. me of something that i had found when i started to research train wrecks and kind of a colloquial way that people used to describe a head-on collision between two trains was as a cornfield meet. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh. I was like, it's both more morbid and less morbid. Like, it's just yeah, cornfield meat. Yeah. Cornfield Wait, meat, meat. Uh, meet M-E-E-T? M-E-E-T. Okay, not, not M-E-A-T. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Okay, that's a little better. Because that was my first thought. Yeah. And I was like, cornfield meat. I'm like, what kind of meat is in a cornfield? A cow? <laughs> and I was like, wait, no, no, no. Wrong no. meat. Yes. Yeah, it's like an unfortunate meetup. Yeah. In the cornfield. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The corn, yeah. A meeting in the cornfield. Corn yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. An unfortunate train get together. Yes. Agatha um, Christie's least known novel. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. Well, this has been an interesting uh, episode for sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, I, I'm afraid we might lose our 15 subscribers with this one, but it was fun. <laughs> I enjoyed it anyway. We had fun. You're just mad because <laughs> salty handballs didn't make the sketch. <laughs> That's true. Where are my salty handballs? All right. I, I couldn't and we, and, we, and we poo-pooed all over your understanding of what a fascinator was. Yes. And and you still don't agree that it's passed me out. No. And I lost Correct. the challenge. So this is Yeah, this, it's not been a good day. It's not no. your day. No. <laughs> no, it's not. Okay, it's time to put an end to this. <laughs> Um, RJ, can you take it away?
Yes. Uh, to, um, can I? Oh, Sorry, no. Sorry, that, <laughs> that was like, just like, boom. I was going to tell us I, I, where you, all, all the places you can follow us. In yes, case you like, follow in us. In case you actually like this. <laughs> yes, for more chaos and fun times, <laughs> follow us on all the social media at Hot Shy Games. We're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and Twitch. And if you are not, if you are listening to this on Podcast Player, you're not watching on Twitch. We do stream live every Saturday at 11 a.m. Eastern. We play the Match Slaughter Daily Challenge, and then we record this podcast. And I'm drawing during this, which is part of the reason that I did not know what to say because I'm trying to draw and talk <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> uh, um, you can also see those drawings on our Instagram and Facebook. So follow us everywhere and like and subscribe and leave a review. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I just got to shout out that uh, the drawings are, you, you see like a video of them so you can watch them get drawn a piece at a time and that's uh, it's kind of fascinating <laughs> little, little, little reference to the to the show okay all right with that uh take care everyone and we'll see you same place same time next week bye bye bye, bye. Ooh, fun facts, facts with Allison and Caitlin.